good times. Good times. Not getting hustled. Not getting hassled. Keeping your head above water. Making a way when you can. Temporary layoffs. Easy credit ripoffs. Scratching and surviving. Hanging in a toilet, it sounds like, but it's actually hanging in a chow line. Sounds like hanging in a toilet. Yeah, you right. That's number nine, Mr. Drew Brees. Thank you, number nine. Speaking of number nine, how about a couple of nines? 99 degrees, 100 degrees. Feels like 108, 112. Maybe even more. 99, 100 degrees on that thermometer thing in New Orleans proper right now. That's harsh. Another stifling heat day. Another dangerous heat day. Another heat advisory till 9, 10 p.m. Stay inside. Lots of agua. I forgot my big bottle of water. I've got just this little bit for the entire two-hour show. So I had to do the crappy thing and get some sugary soto. Soto. How much is in a bar? What's that? Oh, I know. I know there is. Wow, 44 grams of sugar in this. 38 was in the Pepsi. I think Coke's 32. This is even more than Pepsi, Barks. Hmm. A sugary mess. Thanks so much for joining us on this Thursday afternoon. Some great news on this very hot August summer of 2023. Today, the New Orleans City Council, by a 5-2 to two vote, thank you, Freddie King, for doing the right thing. It was all on Freddie King. He was the deciding vote. Everyone knew how everyone else was going to vote. J.P. Morrell, Helena Moreno, they were the authors of the ordinance. Leslie Harris, Joe Geruso, on board. For some reason, Oliver Thomas and Eugene Green not on board. We had Eugene Green on the program a couple of days ago. I will not override the veto. I won't vote for that override. Nothing would make you think Oliver Thomas was changing his mind. We had him on about a week ago. Had Freddie King on yesterday. Freddie King said undecided. We had a little chit-chat back and forth about it. You can check that out on YouTube or Anchor, iTunes, Spotify right now. But I was imploring for Freddie King to just do the right thing. Nothing against the mayor, this, that. No personal agenda. Do the right thing. This mayor, Mayor XYZ, abusing her, his power, and taking over this Pontalba apartment building as like their own. And it was unprecedented, clearly over the top. No other mayor had done this. We all know that. The mayor got popped on her own video, French Market Corporation. It's a bunch of political flunkies on that board. Nothing to be proud of. I'm on the French Market Corporation board. I got appointed by the mayor, as everyone else did. It's a bunch of yes men and women. 
Their cameras busted the mayor. That's the irony of this. Isn't that the, the great thing about this? You know, the mayor wants you to believe like Fox 8 and Lee Zurich had f- photographers chasing the mayor around. Never, not once. They used the mayor's own video, city public property video, French Market Corporation with all the political hacks, the yes people on it. They used their video, essentially the mayor's own video. Today, the city council, by a five to two vote, overrides the mayor's veto of that ordinance that puts the Pontalba, the city owned unit, into commerce. It will be leased out. It also ousts the mayor from this free crib. The mayor's been living in that Pontalba pretty much consistently for almost two years. This November, it will be two years. So north of 20 months, north of a year and a half, closing in on two years of just taking over that apartment, having Cox Cable installed, running up electricity and Water, it's not a big deal, but it's hundreds of dollars every month. A few hundred bucks for Cox, 100 bucks, 200 bucks for water and electricity. That normally wasn't there. So you want to call it 400 a month in extra expenses? That's 5,000 bucks in taxpayer money. So the mayor can watch Cox Cable and have the air conditioning running all the time. And then the mayor brings in her own artwork her sheets, her show, soap, shampoo, toothbrush, moves in. Her towels, moves in. My apartment, my apartment. Everyone knew, everyone, black, white, Republican, Democrat, friend of the mayor or not, it wasn't right from day one. No other mayor's ever done it. Nowhere does it say the mayor uses this as her apartment. It's like the governor's mansion or the White House for the president. She just took it upon herself, as she does with these junkets and free meals and the like. This entitlement mentality. I'm the mayor. I can do this. I have this self-importance. Well, the council said enough's enough. I mean, first, the, it's the OIG saying it should be rented out, that there's, you know, nothing in the, the city ordinances that say she should be using it, and, and arguably... Louisiana Constitution forbids it. It's against the law. You're taking a free perk. This is what the mayor doesn't understand. The feds are investigating this mayor. The Pontalba will be part of it by default. This free perk she's taking for almost two years at a very conservative rate of 3000 a month. Call it 3500 with the other expenses. Do the math. 12 months a year. Talking about what... 42,000 a year, north of 40 grand a year for almost two years. Not claiming it, not writing it off on taxes. It's, it's value. It's called, you know, call the IRS. They'll tell you what it's called. Anyway, so the mayor moves in. The city council has to put an ordinance out there saying you can't live there. The mayor snakes around that, continues to live there. The city council has to pass a second ordinance that tightens up the first one where there's no misunderstanding. The mayor vetoes that. And I think felt she had Freddie King in her pocket. 
I think the mayor felt she was going to get the Freddie King vote. Knew she had Oliver Thomas. Knew she had Eugene Green. You need two-thirds of the council to override a veto. Seven members, that's like 4.6. Round that up. You need five. The mayor knows you need five. Freddie King missed the vote because of a positive corona test last time. For the enhanced ordinance that passed, the mayor vetoed that. Freddie King stepped up, did the right thing, and said, no, I'm going to stop this abuse of power, this blatant, obvious abuse of power. There's no gray area. If you can't interpret this as an abuse of power, then, I don't know, you don't need to be giving your opinion on it then. Seriously. That your opinion's basically worthless. It's... I remember yesterday with with Freddie King. Well, there's the other side of the argument, both sides of the argument. I was like, there is another side? What's the other side? There is no other side. It isn't an argument. It's obvious. No, I'll have Eugene Green on this program again, Oliver Thomas. I like both those guys. They're always accommodating. They don't run and hide from me ever. The opposite. Yeah, I'm come on. But I kind of say shame on them for... You know how they voted on this thing. It doesn't bode well for them when they want to run for something in the future. Their opponents will bring this up. Approving of a free political perk for the highest office. That's not going to be good. Freddie King's going to be known as the guy that, hey, I, I was the one that kicked the mayor out. I was the deciding vote. Everybody knew how everyone was voting. I, it was up to me, Freddie King. Mayor stays, mayor goes. Pontalba goes into the market. Pontalba stays with the mayor, and she lives there. I, my, I'm the number one mover on that. That's the position Freddie King was in. He can embrace that and say, I voted the right way. Next election. Oliver Thomas and, and, uh, Eugene Green are going to have trouble with that. We'll talk about that some more, no doubt. Former Saints legendary coach, arguably the best defensive coordinator in franchise history, the great and humble Steve Sidwell. Steve Sidwell passing away. Jim Mora's Saints, Jim Fink's Saints, the Dome Patrol, all those great linebackers, including Ricky Jackson, He'll join us in about 20 minutes on the program, in about 20 minutes, I should say, to discuss his friend and coach, Steve Sidwell. Coming up next, we'll go out to California, Jim Mora, Steve Sidwell's boss, the former Saints head coach, Jim Mora's defensive coordinator, Steve Sidwell. Jim Mora will join us to discuss the passing of his friend. Jim Mora coming up next. Ricky Jackson in about 20 minutes. And yeah, we're going to discuss today's historic vote. Five to two. Yeah, you right, Freddie King, for doing the right thing. Pontalba apartment. The mayor's been staying in, going into commerce. The mayor is ousted. When a young man comes in and they walk into our store and you can see they're a little intimidated. Last week, I saw the young man. I said, hey, what can I do to give you a hand? He said, well, I'm here for an engagement ring, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So I got him to my desk. And within an hour, he had purchased an engagement ring, had spent $1,000, and he was treated like he spent a lot more. And I'm sure we have a customer for life. My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Trey Yen in Mandeville, a New Orleans tradition for over 40 years. 
serving the finest Louisiana-inspired Chinese cuisine. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Trey Yen. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day, by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. That's what I said. That's French for bread. The French bread of the city of New Orleans. Good to the last crumb. Leidenheimer French bread. River City's total maintenance keeps you cool, New Orleans. NOAAC.com is your cool spot. Did you know Rouse's sells only Angus beef? Angus beef's natural marbling means more succulence and flavor. Whether you choose Rouse's USDA Prime, Choice, or Select, it'll be only Angus beef when you get it at Rouse's. Tastes like home. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com Francesca Deli and Pizzeria has over 15 specialty sandwiches, a big 10-ounce burger, and some of the best pizza in New Orleans. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria, on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview, between Canal Boulevard and West End. Why wear the same old glasses that everyone else is wearing? Stand out from the crowd. Come to Art and Eyes. Art and Eyes is not your typical eyeglasses store. It's one of the finest eyewear shops in the country, right here in New Orleans, with precision-engineered prescription lenses and gorgeous high-quality frames from the heart of Europe, Japan, and the United States. Our products are thoughtfully curated, and our staff are here to help you find exactly the right frames. Art and Eyes on Magazine, as unique as you. Ridiculously brutal temperatures in New Orleans. Unprecedented. I've been here 50 plus years. I don't ever remember week after week temperatures like this. Oppressive. 
99, 100 degrees right now. Temperature in New Orleans feels like north of 110. It's like we're in the desert or something. Speaking of, let's head out to the desert. California, the great former Saints coach, a living legend in these parts, and who does a great job on Channel 6. I've been watching you for years, Coach. You and Fletch, great camaraderie, great insight. Love having you on the program. Jim Moore is back with us again. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing well. Sounds, you know, same like old stuff. Good. I, I, I wasn't, you know, it was a rough morning waking up and hearing the news. Your friend, your former defensive coordinator, uh, the speaking of great, the great Steve Sidwell passing away, coach. Yeah, it was a shocker. Uh, although Sid has been struggling, uh, you know, health wise for a few years here lately, kind of, kind of been better then he'd kind of slip a little bit then get better and slip a little bit so it wasn't a total shock to me but i i love sid uh spent many 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 years knowing him and coaching with him you know he coached with we coached together at the university of colorado where he went to school for six years and we shared a small office just him and me wow both defensive coaches so i've known him for a long time, and very good friends with his, his family, my wife and his wife correspond all the time, things like that. So he's been close to me for a long time. Unbelievably great guy, unbelievably great coach, uh, and we're going to miss him. And I, I, I know it wasn't a, a horrible shock when I, when I heard that he'd passed away just this morning. We got a message from his wife, but... Uh, I still miss him, and I still feel horrible. The fact that he has passed uh, has been a shock, uh, emotional shock for both me and my wife. But uh, anyway, I, I look back on, on, on the years we've had together at the University of Colorado as assistant coaches, uh, as, as coaches at, uh, with, the, with the Saints, uh, and, and I've always had the utmost respect and love for Steve. Jim Moore is with us for a few minutes. Saints legendary defensive coordinator. I'd say the best defensive coordinator in, in Saints franchise history. Steve Sidwell passing away. Great coach. Great man off the field. Family guy. And, and kind of soft-spoken and humble coach. You wasn't like, uh, now I don't know about, you know, behind closed doors and in a meeting with the defensive players, but, you know, generally speaking, uh, soft-spoken and humble and just a really great guy. You know, here, here's, here's the thing about Steve. He was a, he was a great coach. There's no question there in every aspect of it, of coaching. And he was tough. And he was demanding, and he was a disciplinarian. But along with this, he was a his players loved him. Okay, so sometimes you don't you, you don't get that if if you're too tough on guys or you handle them the wrong way or whatever, they they'll go out and play for you. But but you wouldn't say they loved you. You know what I mean? They loved Sid, and and they respected Sid because he was a he knew his stuff. You know, and he treated them. Uh, special. Uh, he just, he just did. I mean, he was the guy, he was the kind of coach the players loved to play for. 
and they played their hardest, and they were well coached. And, and that's the best thing I can say about Steve is how his players loved him as a coach and had great respect for him because he was an outstanding coach. Tough coach to play for, demanding, disciplinarian, et cetera, but a guy they loved. Jim, uh, you know, the younger generation, uh, even folks, you know, my age older, you know, they think, uh, especially lately, because it was such an incredible run, they think Sean Payton, they think Drew Brees, the Super Bowl, those 15 years, pretty magical. You've been talking about him on Channel 6 for most of that time, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I, I like to tell the younger folks or re-remind the older folks, my God, those Jim Mora, Steve Sidwell teams, when you guys were running on all cylinders, it was like 42 minutes time of possession. It was obnoxious. Just running the ball down the other team's throat, fully controlling the clock. And then Sidwell and you and that defensive crew would go out there. I mean, how many times we saw one, two, three punt from the opposition, and then you got the great Dane Morton Anderson in there for field goals, you know, having that security blanket. Those those teams, Coach, late 80s, early 90s, with you and Steve Sidwell were ridiculously good. And if you guys were in the AFC, if you guys were in another division outside of the greatest dynasty in the NFL up to that time, the San Francisco 49ers, Steve Young, Joe Montana, I had Montana on this show. Man, I hated playing the Saints in the Dome. That was the one game where it took me days to recover. They beat the crap out of me on that Dome turf. Y- y'all's teams were fantastic, Coach. They were fantastic because we had good players and and we had good coaches. My my staff, my assistant coaches were outstanding. And you could say, you, you know, we've been talking about Sid and, and everything we said is correct and and we believe and it's the right things about him but i had other really good coaches on my staff and 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 but the best thing is we had good players coachable players uh, talented players uh, team oriented players unselfish players uh, guys that would go out and work their butt off every day in practice and then show up on sunday and play their hearts out that's why we were successful yep and and sid you know he coached <laughs> His position, now he was the defensive coordinator and he was responsible for all, for what, what the defense did. I mean, he, he led that group and, and led them the right way and taught them the right way and coached them the right way. But he specialized in four guys that were pretty good guys to coach. (laughs) Sam Mills and Vaughn Johnson and Pat Swilling and, and Ricky Jackson. Our four, our four linebackers, uh, they, they were a good group to coach. Now, Sid specialized with the, with the inside guys, uh, because they called the, the, the defenses and, and all that kind of stuff, uh, uh, Vaughn and Sam. Yep. And then, and, and then, uh, Vic Fangio, Coach Ricky and, and Pat. So that was a pretty good group to work with. And, and you know, people always talk about our linebackers and they deserved everything that they, Got. Yep. But when those guys in front of them, the Frank Warrens and yeah. the Jimmy Wilkes. I was going to say it. And, and those kind of, they weren't bad either. Jesus. You know? They played 12, so 13 all, years. All combined to having a pretty dang good defense. The, 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 the linebackers got what they deserved. 
I was going to say, you know, Vaughn Johnson always like considered the fourth. I'm like, you could argue Vaughn Johnson was the best. I mean, they're all really good, did different things great. Uh, all four were fantastic, but you're so right, coach. Underrated Frank Warren and Jim Wilkes. Those guys Jimmy were Wilkes, dominant. Yeah. And Frank. Yeah, both of them. Yep. I mean, Frank Warren and Jim Wilkes were dominant, and they weren't going to the Pro Bowl. They weren't getting all pro honors, but they were playing like that. How how cool was it when all four of your linebackers wearing those blue NFC jerseys in Honolulu with the Saints helmets on starting on the field, all four of your linebackers? That's unprecedented. It happened one year. It should have happened more. Yep, yep. (laughs) Because those guys were special. Yep. Special players and – Special guys to coach. I mean, they were all different. Don't get me wrong. And they all had different personalities and stuff like that. But they were all uh, hard workers, uh, team-oriented. I mean, yeah, they cared about how they did personally. But but they did it for the team. And the team came first with all those kind of guys. Leadership. Uh, that, that stuff was important. And those are the kind of guys you win with. Those are the kind of guys that are easy to coach. And that's what happened with us. We had the best players. Coach, is there any particular game, moment, statement, comment, something that happened defensively that you think of Steve Sidwell when you were coaching the Saints? You know, never one thing. I, when I think of Steve, and I've given him a lot of thoughts this morning since I heard about his passing, but but I, I, he was just he was just a, a great guy and, and an overall really solid, consistent coach. And, 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 and you knew that, that when you went into a game that the defense was going to be prepared. And ours was, and it was mainly to Steve. So I wouldn't pick any, any one area or one, one player, one incident that ever happened with Steve. I think it was just a great, uh, time that I, I had being involved with him, uh, on coaching a team. Hey coach, it's always a pleasure having you on the program. I hope. Connie's doing well. Your sons. I see JL at UConn. Those football facilities over there, man. I thought that was a, a men and women's basketball school and a academic school primarily. They're, they're in it for football. They give your son the resources and those facilities I've seen. They're on their way. Yeah. They've got good players. They, they, they're going to be better this year than they were last year. And even before that, they were, they were terrible, but his, his first year, they did good and went to a bowl game. I was proud of him, and uh, I think he's got better players this year, so we'll see what happens. Yep. I think of those locker room facilities I've seen oh, up they there. Got, they, they got as good of facilities as, as I've ever seen. I mean, not just for football, but, but for football, a, an area that they've not been very strong in and been bad in for ten, a decade. They, they got a super facilities. I, when I walk through there for the first time, I'm going, oh, my God, this team hasn't won for a while? Why not? Yep. I don't know. And, and, anyway. and then I, I think about the original Saints facility locker room when you first got to the Saints, and I have to laugh. Yeah, things change. It's, 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 <laughs> it's that way probably with most uh, teams nowadays. Yep. Hey, Coach, again, always a pleasure. We'll be checking you out on Channel 6. Anytime you want me to visit Give me a holler. I will. Thanks again, Coach. You're welcome. Bye. That's that's Jim Mora joining us on the program on a Thursday, talking about his friend, former defensive coordinator Steve Sidwell, passing away. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. 
For Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread is more than a vocation. It's a sacred mission. And for five generations, they've used the same time-honored process, baking their signature loaf with its crisp crust and delicate center, unique and still good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po'boy shop, for over 125 years, New Orleans' own Leidenheimer. For over 20 years, serving healthy, fresh, authentic Middle Eastern cuisine, Lebanon's Cafe, in the Carrollton section of Uptown on the streetcar line, Wednesday through Monday, 11 a.m. to 9.30, Lebanon's Cafe. 1970 was an exciting time in New Orleans. The first Jazz Fest was held, the city hosted its first Super Bowl, and the first Helm Paint location opened on Earhart Boulevard. While the floppy disks, mood rings, and pet rocks may have come and gone since the 70s, Helm Paint has grown to become your premier source for quality Benjamin Moore products, competitive pricing, and personal service. Please visit one of our locations today and we'll meet our competitors' prices on any identical product. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, let us steer you in the right direction. Helm Paint and Supply. For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrum family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrum company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrum.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M.com. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. When USA Today ranked the 10 best must-visit New Orleans restaurants for travelers, Mid-City's own Katie's made the list. USA Today says Scott Craig is chef-owner at Katie's, a much-loved Creole-Italian eatery that draws armies of regulars for lunch, brunch, and dinner. A neighborhood spot where locals congregate and New Orleans-style hospitality rules. Indeed it does. Katie's in Mid-City. Ladies and gentlemen, in this Lamarck Automotive Complex is something called Quick Lane. Tires, wheel alignments, you know, struts, servicing your transmission. We do an all makes and models. It doesn't have, have been purchased from us. It's for you. It handles your lifestyle with your budget in mind. And we want to get you in and out as quick as possible. Quick Lane, you got to come see it. You're going to love the experience right there at Williams Boulevard in Kenner. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. 
This is crazy, Jason. My iPhone says 435, not 436. How's that possible? That never happens, huh? Boy, that's weird. It is about an entire minute behind. Crazy. I'm sitting in the green room, chilling like Bob Dylan, checking out some headlines, making sure I'm not missing any stories, thumbing through my phone. You're like, "Uh, dude, we're back on. Wow. Corey Johnson with you. On a Thursday afternoon. We just had Jim Mora on, Saints legendary coach Steve Sidwell, defensive coordinator, passing away. Great news, city of New Orleans. Just because it's the righteous thing to do. It's what's fair. It's what's just. What sucks is this mayor forced us into this. She put this dilemma on us. She she did the wrong thing and made the council have to step up. She's the one wasting everybody's time. The mayor decided one day that this city-owned Pontalba apartment is the mayor's apartment. And although no mayor in recorded history ever lived in that Pontalba, nowhere did any mayor ever interpret the city-owned Pontalba as... The White House for the president, the governor's mansion for the governor, the home for the mayor of New Orleans. Never. Not once. Never. But this mayor did. This mayor felt compelled that, hey, I can move in there and literally moved in. It probably started just sort of spending the night and then more time down there. And then for whatever reasons, personal, whatever, just moved in, literally having Officer Vappy, stay to wait for the Cox Cable guy to install cable. I mean, that says it all. I'm going to be here. I want to watch TV. And then just moving in all her stuff, her artwork, complaining that people that are living at the Pontalba are videoing her in the apartment because she's there all the time, putting up plants and the like. She puts up one of those faux, which is banned in the quarter, that like faux bamboo, the little weaved bamboo screen little cheapo thing you get from like a Walmart. She put that up blocking the neighbor, you know, next to her out, kind of trying to privatize the, the balcony. So the mayor just takes possession. It, it's like the junkets. Only mayor's friends or those that feel compelled to like the mayor try to justify the behavior, not not give you a reason why the behavior is legitimate. But just justify the illegitimate behavior. I mean, these junkets, for instance, no one anywhere in New Orleans city government, no citizen goes where the mayor went. That convention, that meeting was key for the city, is helping the city of New Orleans, is helping me as a citizen. There's not one trip you can point to. None. There's not a single dollar that's been brought in from these junkets. There's not a single job created. Not one. Not one. And these international junkets, it the mayor could be up to a million dollars in city spending over her time. Think think if coronavirus crisis didn't happen. I mean, that knocked her off the tracks. She's been in this, I got to make up time mode. 
and she knows her 15 minutes of fame is up after this term. There's nowhere to go but down. The lifestyle is going to change dramatically, dramatically. Unless she wins the lotto, you know, remarries some multimillionaire guy that just gives her a bunch of money. I mean, the nonprofit that she was counting on, her own nonprofit, she messed that one up. Pulling a million bucks out of the city's wisdom fund and putting it in her nonprofit, a million plus bucks. The OIG does an investigation, finds out about it, reports it, and then that mayor nonprofit has to give the million dollars back to the Wisner Fund. Never should have been pilfered from the Wisner Fund to begin with. So the nonprofit gig, you know, where you pull about a $300,000 salary off of about $320,000 in money you raised, twenty grand goes to the cause, 300000 in your pocket, that type of post, you know, Mayor gig job isn't going to be there. And there's no one clamoring to hire Latoya Cantrell for any position because people that hire someone that you pay money, they expect a service in return. They expect the job to be done. They expect to make a profit paying you X amount of dollars and you bring in more than they paid you. That's how it works in America, capitalism. There's no one that's going to be Boy, I gotta hire Latoya Cantrell. She's a difference maker. No, today the New Orleans City Council on a five to two vote. Thank you, Freddie King, for doing the right thing. It's all on Freddie King. He was the deciding vote. Everybody, the, the votes were known. Oliver Thomas, Eugene Green, I had Eugene Green on the show. He's not gonna vote to override the veto. We know how the other four voted already. The two authors of the bill, Council President, Helena Moreno, Vice President J.P. Morrell. We know how they're going to vote. Leslie Harris and Joe Jeruso voted with them, voted to ban the mayor from the apartment that she took. Freddie King was the deciding vote. Oliver Thomas, Eugene Green, we're going to roll with the mayor. The other four were going to go against the mayor's wishes. Freddie King was the deciding vote. Freddie King stood up and did the right thing yesterday. And I guarantee you, the mayor and her people have been in touch with Freddie King and his people for the last few weeks. The mayor never would have said, I'm going to veto this ordinance without having some sort of confidence that Freddie King was going to vote her way along with Oliver Thomas and Eugene Green. Instead, Freddie King did the right thing. We had him on the show yesterday. He said he was still undecided. I said that was ridiculous. You can check that out on YouTube or Anchor, iTunes, Spotify. No, when the vote came down, Freddie King did the right thing by a five to two vote. The council overrides the mayor's veto of that ordinance that puts the Pontalba into commerce. The city owned unit will be rented out. I believe the mayor has two weeks to get her artwork, her toothbrush, her sheets, her plants, the little bamboo screen, all that out of there. Two weeks. Now, the mayor left the Pontalba reportedly a few months ago for a short period of time. It looked like leaving for good, came back a few weeks later. Left the apartment just not trashed like holes in sheetrock, but just filthy and dirty, you know, stuff left there. It wasn't cleaned up like it should have been. And then a few weeks later, return and move back in. In two weeks, she will be gone from the Pontalba for good. And just like you, me, any elected official, any citizen, whatever the reasons are, good, bad, personal, not, 
If you got to go somewhere else, you go rent that apartment. You go move in with a friend, a relative. I don't know what to tell you. You don't take something that's city-owned. Take anything. You don't take steel, pilfer. You don't go uh, uh, with some lame, you know, justification. The mayor knew what she was doing. There's no gray area here. Those that were defending the mayor's actions, there's no gray area with you. None. Morally, ethically wrong. Not honorable. Did it anyway. Trying to get away with it over and over again. And finally, this thing will be put to rest. And no mayor in the future, Eugene Green, is losing out on not having that Pontalba apartment at, at the, at, at the French, you know, at, at Jackson Square in the French Quarter. You got Gal, Gallier Hall. You got a bunch of different venues, a bunch of different places that the mayor, the council, city officials can use. They don't need this Pontalba apartment. Here's the next thing. The next thing on the Pontalba has nothing to do with this mayor. Nothing. The upper Pontalba city-owned, the lower Pontalba state-owned, those need to be scrutinized. The inspector general, the ethics review board, I don't know who, they need to look at both of those because both are, it's a scam. There is a, quote, list, but it is, folks often jump over other people on that list. Folks get stuck in in the front of the list that just applied. Just the average citizens that, that on the list gets pushed back over and over again. It's a lot of people living in the Pontalba with political connections. Some folks have been leasing for decades and decades and decades and have never lived there. Passing it down from family member to family member. It's for these sort of connected folks that maybe have a little money, maybe you're rich, maybe you're wealthy, but are connected that, hey, I got this French Quarter Pontalba apartment. They don't live there. The average person that was on the list, just John Q. Citizen that got into an apartment legitimately, they'll tell you, no, I live here full time. Uh, these people are never here. They come on like a one weekend a month. Some of the prime units on the corner, the corner units overlooking the French market, overlooking Decatur. I mean, these are prime units that could go for more rent than they're getting. And the same folks with political connections, it's nauseating, have been in these places for decades. If you go to the Pontalba state or city, it should be your full-time residence. You live there full-time. There is no other house you have. There's no homestead exemption. That's your full-time place. And you have to live there full-time. Have a, have a, th- a thing on the lock. You know, you, dude, you, we've checked the last six months. You average about four days a month in your Pontalba apartment. You're going to have to go. That wasn't you using your key code. That The camera showed it was someone else. You're not supposed to sublease it. I mean, there needs to be rules. It is ridiculously political. It's a scam. The average citizens get screwed. These entitlement people have these Pontalba apartments. They need to be ousted. It needs to be for full-time residents. It's just wrong. There's major problems. The Office of Inspector General could do investigation could have other folks do an investigation. Not good at the Pontalba. Corey Johnson with you. 
It's time to relax. The Woodhouse Day Spa, Metro New Orleans' premier day spa experience, now with five area locations. For a day of relaxation or maybe just a quick one-hour getaway, the Metro area's premier day spa experience is at the Woodhouse Day Spa. And now five area locations. New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and our newest location in Mandeville. The Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. From the owners of Katie's in Mid-City and Bienvenue in Harahan, an old-school deli with over a dozen specialty sandwiches. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. Young's Dry Cleaning, with two walk-up locations with personal service. Young's on Claiborne and Young's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Young's Dry Cleaning. Call 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, it's open now. We fix cars and trucks. We do all makes and models. And it doesn't have to be a Ford or a Lincoln. It could be whatever you're driving. 32,000 square feet under roof. Now open at 3101 Williams Boulevard. It's all about you, the customer, getting the most for your dollar. I would say the most perfect collision center anywhere. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, 3101 Williams Boulevard. Go check it out. Being a part of people's lives from an engagement ring to a wedding band. Before you know it, the wedding day is here and groom and bride are exchanging gifts on that day. And not too long after that, there's baby gifts to have. And I just enjoy being part of other people's family saying, Mr. Friend did my engagement ring and he did my mom and dad's engagement ring. My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Fausto's Italian Bistro and Vets has daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, and their entire lunch menu is available too. Open 11 a.m. through 2.30 p.m. For the finest in Sicilian and Italian cuisine, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. That's what I said. That's French for bread. For over 120 years, New Orleans' very own Leidenheimer French bread. Rouse's Market is hiring. With 65 stores, fuller part-time employment, and flexible scheduling, Rouse's has a job for you. Or maybe even a career. Apply at any Rouse's store or online at Rouse's.com. 
What actually lasts a lifetime? Not much, but at Helm Paint, we have something guaranteed to last a lifetime. Benjamin Moore's Regal Select. This paint and primer in one offers cutting-edge waterborne technology, smooth application, and long durability. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, your New Orleans paint store. The official afternoon talk show of the city of New Orleans. It's Corey Johnson on the neutral ground. You can say anything you please about me, but don't say anything bad about Blue Boy. Down, Blue Boy. Good buddy. Been part of the New Orleans landscape, part of the New Orleans culture for over 125 years. Still in New Orleans. Five generations strong, family owned and operated. I guarantee you, if you're a New Orleanian that enjoys food, you know, we don't live. I mean, we don't uh, eat to live. We live to eat. If you have that mentality, you've enjoyed this in the last few days, probably. I enjoyed some last night, piping hot with butter. Yummy. I'm talking about Leidenheimer French bread. I'm talking about Leidenheimer Baking Company. The four o'clock hour this afternoon brought to you by Leidenheimer Baking Company. Yeah, still baking that Leidenheimer French bread right here in the city of New Orleans. Right here in the city. And yes, still served in the city's finest restaurants. I was with family last night. My brother's in town. My sister, my brother and sister that live here, my mom, their nieces, nephews went to dinner. Leidenheimer French bread at the table, piping hot. Little butter, fantastic. A few days ago, shrimp po' boy, one of the best in town. Leidenheimer French bread for the shrimp po' boy. What other French bread would even work for a po' boy? Stuff shooting out. It would not hold in the sandwich together. Leidenheimer's perfect for a po' boy, perfect at fine dining. It truly is good to the last crumb. Leidenheimer French bread since 1896. It's crazy. 1896, Leidenheimer Baking Company, part of the fabric of New Orleans. You could bake some of that Leidenheimer French bread outside of the facility in the city. It's 9900 right now. Feels like 112. Just absolutely stifling heat. Great news. City council by a 5-2 to two vote. Yeah, you right, Freddie King, the deciding vote. Doing the right thing. Overriding the mayor's veto. Putting that Pontalba apartment on the market. The mayor ousted from the apartment that she just seized. Pilford has lived there for, it would be two years this November. Forty something thousand in free rent. The mayor's in trouble on that. This is the least of her worries. The council saying get out. Breaking the law. IRS, feds, their investigation. This mayor just doesn't think clearly. 40,000 plus perk. She thinks that's just going away. Y'all interpret it a different way. Yeah, we all do interpret it a different way. You know the right interpretation. You just choose to not do it. Hey, Ricky Jackson will join us in the 5 o'clock hour to talk about defensive coordinator Steve Sidwell passing away. Speaking of passing away, this is unacceptable and pathetic, Louisiana. How do we keep doing this? Animals, heat. There's been a bunch of animals that have died in Louisiana because of heat. Jeff Dorson from the Humane Society of Louisiana, one of the few people that truly seems to care, talks the talk and walks the walk 
every single day of his life for 35 plus years down here in Louisiana, saving cats and dogs, kittens and puppies, horses and goats, emaciated animals, animals that are abused. No, saving animals' lives, trying to teach us to treat animals humanely like we're supposed to, that we fail at miserably. Jeff Dorson from the Humane Society of Louisiana joins us live. How you doing, Jeff? Love your show. Thanks for these few minutes every Thursday. And I really appreciate how you just, you know, are authentic and you care and you, you know, call people out that need to be called out. So that that takes a lot. I like that. I appreciate that. We all need to up our game, especially pet owners leaving their animals outside. You mentioned 100 now put on a fur coat yep. and tied up. Uh, what do you think is going to happen, pet owners? No, Your dogs exactly. going to suffer and probably expire from heat exhaustion. We've had four or five complaints in the last couple of days and weeks, and it's all preventable. And none of them even seem to care. Oh, Fido died. Well, time for dinner. Well, unacceptable, as you would say, and I, I, I second that. Are it's criminal totally charges coming next? It can. It can. Some cops say, "Well, it was accidental. I can't prove intent." I said, "You don't have to really." You can just show that they did. Any act or omission that causes suffering or death is there's your proof. Exactly. And, and, and send the message to the community. It won't be tolerated, Sheriff. Exactly. Correct. Jesus. So I'm fighting with one cop in particular, Washington Parish. Other ones are working closely with us. Three horses being picked up in about an hour. The owner didn't think he felt he had to give them enough water. So the water trough was full of algae, green slime. Horses need 10 to 15 gallons a day. There are three on a small plot of land with no no fresh water. So, and, and they're all underweight. So, bye, Charlie. You had your chance. So long. See you in court. Did you take did the horses? That's all he had, yes. No, y'all took them? Yep. You confiscated them? In one hour, cotton port. But uh, we're on this. The cops called us. We said, yep, it looks like it's a clear case. Go ahead. He doesn't seem to care. He hasn't made any corrections from this morning go get the laws on your side yeah excellent you guys react quickly and the only way you can react quickly is all these volunteers with the equipment with the trailers with the Mm know-how and of course money it requires money for vet bills and fuel and and paying people where they're not making a profit just breaking even to help you it takes money it takes donations humanela.org that's the place to donate right jeff Perfect. Well said. It does take all that. People like happy endings. Well, it takes effort to make a happy ending. Put your 10, 15, 25 or more per month in, and we'll use it. You like helping animals? We'll do all the dirty, heavy lifting, but you, we please help us by giving us the tools and resources we need. I don't get them on once a week for fun. I get them on because the, the money is needed. They do great things. And if you have any kind of a heart... Animal suffering is is a terrible thing and something we should be ashamed of. HumaneLA.org. Blue says he loves you, Jeff. You're the best, Corey. You're the best. That's Jeff Dorson. HumaneLA.org. Donate. HumaneLA.org. Do it now. You're on the neutral ground with Corey Johnson. On TV on Cox Channel 4 and Spectrum Channel 333. 
Also on YouTube, on radio at NOLA Talk, 93.9 FM, WSLA New Orleans. Hi, it's Ken Friend from Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Come see us over on Maple Street in Uptown. Friend & Company Fine Jewelers, Brightling Time, 5 p.m. Ford F-150, number one seller in America. What about in the USA? Uh, let's see, what about in the world? Who sells more trucks than Ford? Nobody. It's because the Lamar team is the real team. All that makes it happen is one goal. Everybody having a great experience at Lamar Ford. We became number one for a reason, because we're good. And we need to prove it every day, every deal, all the time. Here at the NOLA Coalition, we love our kids and we love our city. The people of New Orleans are standing together for a better future. By harnessing our collective resources, the NOLA Coalition will create a safer, more prosperous city for all residents. Your support is needed to help reduce violence, invest in our children, and drive generational change. Join now at nolacoalition.info. For game-changing innovation, look to the Latrum family of companies located in Harahan. Intralox, a Latrum company, changed the game when they invented modular plastic conveyor belts over 40 years ago. These belts and innovative Intralox technology are transforming movement in manufacturing facilities around the world. Intralox is a dynamic global company now hiring in production, warehousing, shipping, and more. If you want to be part of our successful team, visit Latrum.com. That's L-A-I-T-R-A-M.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto Home Flood Business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Hi, this is Joey Helm. My dad, Bunky Helm, had a vision. A vision of a locally family-owned store serving the residential and commercial paint needs of New Orleans. I think dad would be proud of today's Helm Paint and Decorating. And here's why. We have the best technical staff in the business. Providing the best color matching service in Southeast Louisiana. Perfect matching for any color and any brand. And we'll save your colors so you don't have to save those old cans. Helm Paint offers free two-hour delivery. Our in-store decorators will assist you on deciding what color and type of paint to best showcase your home. But most importantly, as your local independent Benjamin Moore dealer, our products provide the greatest value in the paint industry, superior coverage, and Benjamin Moore paint simply covers better and lasts longer. New Orleans is a city of vibrant color, and no one else provides the paints of New Orleans like Helm Paint and Decorating. Visit any of our six locations or online at HelmPaint.com.
The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson. Susan Spicer joining us on the program. Even when they presented me the award, the people that I look up to the most, Frank was there and Donald Link was there. It does cause you to reflect back and think about your whole career. Maybe the Celebrant Award says that to you, like I've arrived. It certainly is kind of the ultimate honor when it comes to cooking and hospitality in New Orleans and the world. New Orleans-style talk gumbo, served daily. Doesn't get much better than that, huh? That's what I said. That's French for bread. Leidenheimer. Five generations, family owned and operated. Leidenheimer French bread. For us, it's really relationships, and if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process, of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Rouse's, New Orleans Grocery Store. Rouse's has the only full-service grocery stores both in the French Quarter on Royal Street and in the CBD on Barone in the old Sewell Cadillac building. The Rouse's on the River, Chapatulas at Napoleon, is in a century-old warehouse. And uptown, on Ferret at the corner of Valence, is Rouse's all-new boutique store. With seven locations in Orleans Parish, Rouse's is New Orleans' grocery store. Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. I'm so fired up. I'm taking the 5 o'clock hour off. David Hasselhoff is here in the facility wearing a Kooji sweater. A Kooji sweater. You remember those? He's wearing a Kooji sweater. He's got a jacket on with the collar pulled up high. Hey, David. David Hasselhoff is going to fill in for me for the next hour. He's going to sing a few songs in German. And he's going to get in his old Trans Am and... Beeline around the parking lot. It's all coming your way next. David Hasselhoff. What? Number nine, straightening us out. This isn't Germany. It isn't Night Rider. I don't drive a Trans Am. I drive an IROC Z with T-tops, all right? Close. I got my Trans Am, dude. 6.6 liter turbo. See on Wisna. Bonneville with drag racing, dude. That's how it used to be, not this drifting crap. You drag raced on Bonneville or Wister. All right. Enough of that. Corey Johnson back at you. Thank you, number nine, for pulling us out of that one. It is the five o'clock Pawa Awa on a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you right, city council. Cha-ching, Badar Bing. Today, the New Orleans City Council by a five to two vote. Thank you, Freddie King. Freddie is the king. The council overrides the mayor's veto of an ordinance that puts the Pontalba, the city-owned unit, back into commerce. It will be leased out. 
whoever's next on that list or whatever political hack jumps the list, they're getting that apartment. And that's a good one. You know what's going to happen? Someone on the upper floor, they'll move into that unit. And then the upper floor unit becomes available. And that person on the list will move in there. The mayor's apartment will 99% be taken by someone in a lesser apartment in the same building. And then the next person on the list will get that apartment abandoned. Or others will shift around. It's political. It's crazy. The Pontalba upper and lower city and state-owned buildings need to be investigated. It's a scam. It's political. It's who you know. Most of the people don't live there full-time. It's just a luxury thing for them. Should be a full-time apartment. Legitimate list. No one gets to jump the list. Rich, poor, black, white. Political connections or not, you just move up the list like everyone else. That isn't how it works. It's a scam. It's a joke. Like I said, most of the people don't even live there. It's just their, hey, I've got a Pontalba apartment. They've been renting it for years and decades, passing it on from family member to family member. The original name on the lease might be dead for 20 years. All that needs to be investigated. The people that rent these Pontalba apartments, the majority of them, politically connected scam artists that are hanging on to their unit that don't live there full time. That needs to change. That's an entirely different show. We'll stay on that like everything we do. We're not scared. But the city-owned Pontalba, in two weeks, the mayor has to be out. Two weeks to get her belongings out of a unit she should have never moved into in the first place. No, this is justice. You can smile. Because the person taking advantage, and that's being nice, the person breaking the law, the person taking something they're not entitled to, got exposed and got ousted today officially. Within two weeks, at least, the ordinance passed, or the veto override, I should say, passed. Today, the city council voted five to two. Freddie King doing the right thing, overriding the mayor's veto of that ordinance that'll put that Pontalba back into commerce, ousting the mayor from that free crib that she's been in almost two years. This November, it would be two full years, like 40 grand in free rent. This is the least of LaToya Cantrell's problems, getting ousted by the city council, the feds, the investigation, taxes, IRS, evading taxes, not claiming something that you should have claimed, a perk of $44,000. How about paying for that perk? This goes on and on and on. The mayor is foolish fighting this battle. This is minor. This is minor. The future is what the mayor needs to be worrying about, but she won't. The mayor lives for now. A A junket happening within the next week. An international junket, I'm thinking Asia, I'm thinking Asia, maybe the Middle East, something exotic, beyond Europe, Asia, the Middle East, a real rare visit. She'll be going there to like a newly uh, made sister city. A junket is within the next seven to ten days for the mayor, you know it. She's frustrated. She's mad. She has that attitude like, I'll show you. I'll go on a junket. I mean, that that's her mentality. Just belligerent, going down that wrong path, and the skids are greased. She can't stop herself. The mayor within two weeks has to be out of the Pontalba apartment. 
I'm sure the mayor put a lot of pressure the last few weeks on Freddie King, promising him all kind of things. Freddie King stood up. Integrity, doing the right thing. A lot of pressure on Freddie King. There are people that like this mayor. There are people that black and white, Republican, Democrat, all that comes into play. Freddie, you better do what's right for us, whoever us is and whoever they or them might be. No, Freddie King showing he is a man of integrity. Because I'm telling you, there was a lot of pressure on Freddie King. And when I had him on the program yesterday, he said he was undecided. Going to meet with my people tonight, last night, and figure this thing out. I was like, dude, what's to figure out? Shouldn't have gone in there in the first place. If when, when Freddie King was saying, no, they're both sides of the argument. I like that from a public official. You should be listening to both sides of the argument. There isn't another side to this argument, though. That's the problem. No, Adolf Hitler's a good guy. The murderer, you know, the murder, not the killer. The murderer was justified. You know, there's, there's no other side. There is no other side. I'm not trying to compare the mayor to a murderer, Adolf Hitler. I'm just saying there is no other side to the Pantalba. And when I asked Freddie King what was the other side, he was saying, oh, maybe the council is having these personal attacks. And I was like, that, that has nothing to do with this mayor, caller XYZ, taking this, this Pantalba apartment. If the council has personal attacks on the mayor, address that. But this has nothing to do with that. And if they are personally attacking the mayor... They happen to be right because she she took the apartment she wasn't entitled to. And everybody knows it was dishonorable to start with, probably criminal. And now the council had to step up not once but twice to oust the mayor. And they overrode her veto, over uh, riding her veto, and the mayor will be out in two weeks. That's great news. That's the Freddie King and the council did the right thing. And, and shame on Eugene Green and Oliver Thomas. Wrong vote. That it's not going to help you when you're running for the next office. Oliver Thomas probably for mayor. Eugene Green maybe for at-large council member. Not going to help you. Your opponents will use this specific vote. This specific vote. You voted for the mayor to get a free perk, a politician to stay into this thing for free. And you're running for office. What are you going to take for free? That That's going to be their opponent's argument, and it's going to be legitimate. I told Freddie King that yesterday, man. I wouldn't vote over to not override, and then you're going to run for office again. You'll never get anywhere. Former Saints legendary coach, defensive coordinator, arguably the best defensive coordinator in franchise history, the great and humble Steve Sidwell passed away from the Mora era, late 86 to like 94. Jim Mora, Jim Finks' Saints. The Dome Patrol, Wilkes and Warren, incredible. Great teams. You put those teams, those Saints teams in another division besides with Steve Young and Joe Montana's 49ers. I mean, how well would Drew Brees and, and Sean Payton have done in the New England Patriots division or the division with, uh, you pick the team, Seattle or whatever team was pretty damn good during the Saints tenure. Pick any good NFL team, Pittsburgh. How well would the Saints have done? I don't think they would have had the same results. Instead, they're in with Atlanta, Tampa, Carolina. I mean, Saints were pretty fortunate. And like Jim Mora, Sean Payton dominated those teams overall. But the difference was the Saints were in, like, the New England Patriots division. The Saints were in, 
You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers of the 70s, the the Cowboys of the 70s, the early 70s Dolphins. They were in the greatest team in NFL history, that dynasty of the Niners, Montana to Young, that time period, the length they did it, that was the greatest team in the history of NFL, the greatest dynasty. Now it's New England and Brady and Belichick. That's the greatest. But up to that point, it was the Niners. So... You get the Saints in any other division. They're getting playoff buys. They're getting playoff wins. They're in the AFC. They're probably in a Super Bowl or two. Just a different time, pre-free agency. But to not acknowledge Jim Mora, I mean, those were the greatest defenses. Like Peyton had the greatest offenses. Anyway, one of the best ever, Steve Sidwell passing away. Ricky Jackson's going to join us next to talk about his former coach. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. When a young man comes in and they walk into our store and you can see they're a little intimidated. Last week, I saw the young man. I said, hey, what can I do to give you a hand? He said, well, I'm here for an engagement ring, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So I got him to my desk and within an hour, he had purchased an engagement ring, had spent a thousand dollars and he was treated like he spent a lot more. And I'm sure we have a customer for life. My name is Ken Friend of Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Young's Dry Cleaning, with two walk-up locations with personal service. Young's on Claiborne and Young's on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Young's Dry Cleaning. Call 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet, insagency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet, insagency.com. Custom window treatments can enhance the look and value of your home. At Helm Paint and Decorating, we're proud to offer custom plantation-style window shutters by Scandia. Perfect for any window, including large frames, French doors, sliding doors, and arches. American-made SL300 shutters are available in many colors to match your personal decor. We'll come out to measure, and you'll receive fast delivery. Plus, they're virtually maintenance-free. Helm Paint and Benjamin Moore, let us steer you in the right direction. Helm Paint and Supply. In New Orleans, we don't eat to live. We live to eat. More is better. Scott Craig of Katie's. That is our slogan. More is better at Katie's. It means more of everything. Not just more food, more smiles, more friendship, more love. More, more, more. When you do something, you have to do it right. You know, it's all about more, and it's all more of the good things. Get more at Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day, by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. The Woodhouse Day Spa, with five area locations, New Orleans, Metairie, Slidell, Baton Rouge, and now Mandeville. A day of relaxation is just moments away at the Woodhouse Day Spa. WoodhouseSpas.com Rouse's Market is hiring. 
With 65 stores, fuller part-time employment, and flexible scheduling, Rouse's has a job for you. Or maybe even a career. Apply at any Rouse's store or online at Rouse's.com. There's a Middle Eastern restaurant that's less than five minutes from where Causeway and River Road meet. Lebanon's Cafe. Convenient to Old Metairie and Old Jefferson. Carrollton at Jeanette on the streetcar line. Lebanon's Cafe. Served in New Orleans' finest restaurants, Leidenheimer French Bread. Yeah, you right, Corey Johnson back at you. A 5-2 to two vote. The New Orleans City Council, Freddie King doing the right thing, putting that unit into commerce, ousting the mayor. I love the, you know, the original measure was banning overnight stays. The mayor just ignored it. This new ordinance literally, quote, secure and clean the apartment, change the locks, and offer the apartment for lease to individuals already listed on the building's waiting list. I mean, very cut and dried. Secure and clean the apartment. Change the locks. And offer the apartment for lease to individuals already listing on the building's waiting list. J.P. Morrell, city council president, said it best. The idea that the mayor of the city of New Orleans should be entitled to a, to a free apartment with no rent, no insurance, no sewage and waterboard bill really exposes a disconnect between the universe This administration lives in and the struggles of everyday New Orleanians. You missed the $200 a month Cox Cable bill, too, with all the movie channels. Anyway, about 40 plus thousand bucks a year that the city could get from this apartment. Boy, waking up this morning, former Saints legendary coach, arguably the best defensive coordinator in franchise history. I would clearly say he is the great and humble Steve Sidwell passed away. I know Steve Sidwell loved coaching this guy. Number 57, National Football League Hall of Famer. Some would argue the greatest Saint player of all time. Number 57, Ricky Jackson joins us on the program. How you doing, Ricky? I'm all right, my friend. How you doing today? Doing well, man. I know it's a tough day for you hearing about the passing of Steve Sidwell. Yeah, man, Seawell was a great guy, a great coach. And uh tell you what, he was somebody who you can work with. And, you know, you don't hardly get that today where you can tell a guy something you see and uh he'll, you know, call it and stuff. Guys don't, you know, they just ain't built like that no more. Everybody want to uh, have 100% of everything they say, that's what you do. But he was a guy that you can work with. Yeah, I know. 
just going back in time, Ricky, interviewing him and talking to him. I'm going to have to find some of those tapes. I've got them in a shoebox somewhere. He loved you, man. He loved you. Well, you know, Sid was the type of coach. If you played good and you played well, he would respect you. And, uh, you know, he was a good coach. I respected him, too. You know what I mean? And he had a good life. And, uh, you know, at the end, it got a little tough on him. But, you know, I just always respected him and, you know, cared for what he stood up for. I had Jim Moore on the program last hour, Ricky, just talking about some of those teams you guys had. I mean, uh, the young generation, even older folks, I, I get the Peyton Breeze love. That was a great 15 years. You respect it. Everybody does. But I like to re-remind folks of the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, you came in in the Bum Phillips era. They were close. You guys were close. You know, maybe you let uh uh Morton Anderson try that field goal instead of Guido Merkins punting and Lansford, the barefoot kicker, kicks one. Maybe you guys get in the playoffs. I mean, y'all were close a couple of times. Jim Fink's Jim Mora changed the whole dynamic. You got to see that firsthand. Tell us what that was like going from Bum Phillips close to all of a sudden being a real competitive football team and that great defensive unit that you and Steve Sidwell built. I tell you, we was always just about two or three good players away from from, from getting there and uh, being one of the best teams in football. And uh, we had some good coaches, had some good players, but we were just always one or two little plays away from, you know, really being a, a good football team. Now, now I, I know this is like a hypothetical, but what if you were in a different NFC division than the Niners, or what if you guys were in the AFC? I'm sorry, Mom, I think you got I mean, I tell Rick, you what, now, you know, they, they had that team built, you know what I mean? Like, in 81, you know, all those guys came out with me, the running lot, and uh, Eric Wright, the Carlton Williams, all them guys came out with me. They had a lot of great football players on that team. And then they had Joe Montana and all of them on there before they got there, you know. Yep. So they, had a, they built a great team there, and, and uh, we could never get by them. Uh, well, yeah, a few times, but, yeah, not not overall. But I, I had Joe Montana on the program one time, Ricky, and he, he told me the worst games for him were coming to the Dome. He, he said, win or lose, the Saints' defense beat the crap out of me. He said – he just physically got pounded, was physically abused. That's Joe Montana talking about you guys. Yeah, because we had the dorm, or the crowd was so loud that he couldn't really check off and go to his receiver like he wants. So it was to our advantage. Well, you know, anybody came to the Superdome to play those eight games against us. Yep. It was, uh, you know, I mean, it was rough on him because. The crowd noise was, you know, that meter was way over there in the, in the hundred, so it was hard for you to hear. That's why you had to be smart and know your plays and stuff because you couldn't hear nothing either. So once the defense called, you got to know what you're doing yep. so you're in, in trouble. All right. Hey, hey, Ricky, is there any moment uh, in a game, uh, at halftime, before a game, after a game, during practice, that Steve Sidwell, something he did or said stands out? Well, he just always had that uh, snuff in his mouth, man. And, and that's what I always remember him by. You know, he always have him a little dip. And uh, he was always cool. He never had no, you know, no problem with choking. He always ready to call the play, and that's what I liked about him. 
Was he ever yelling at you guys? No, Sid wasn't that kind of coach. I mean, you know, he he wasn't ever that kind of coach to be trying to fuss and argue and fight. He wasn't that kind of guy. Very low key and, and and ridiculously humble for his success, huh, Ricky? Yeah, I mean, and for his size, he was a humble. I mean, you know, he was a he wasn't a small guy, and uh, you know, and he never did raise his voice to you know to be mad at nobody. Uh, I just never seen him really get upset like you know like a lot of people. We're visiting a couple of minutes with Ricky Jackson, Saints legendary defensive coordinator, uh, Steve Sidwell passing away. Hey, Ricky, I mean, everybody talks about you and deservedly so. And then maybe it's, uh, you know, Sam Mills, deservedly so. And then Swilling, a lot of time Vaughn Johnson's mentioned last. I'm like, Vaughn Johnson was a badass. He was as good as anybody out there. I tell you what, you didn't want to get him to hit you. <laughs> uh, uh, but that, that, that's why they call the meat in. Yep. You didn't want him to hit you with that head. Yep. But I was all four of some great players. You know, yep. And I, and I look at it, and uh, maybe I did it the longest. And, you know, I came there first. So, you know, you get a lot of uh, credit and accolade because of that. But, you know, everybody was good on the team. You know, we, we uh couple of men one 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 another and uh it was it was just good. Yep. Hey Ricky, uh a- any kind of final thoughts about Steve Sidwell and your time with the Saints and that era of Saints football and that coach and how he coached you guys and what you guys accomplished? Well man, I I I, I Sid was a great coach and uh I just always go back and wish that uh we could have got to the Super Bowl like, you know, and like the other team, like San Francisco did. I always wanted to get to the Super Bowl with that with the teams that we had, but we just came up short. But still did his job. Won this fall. Yep. Hey, Ricky. One final question. You know, I, I I get the Archie Manning thing unofficially number eight. No one wears it. I get that. No one should wear number nine. I knew that was coming. But years ago, I said, Hey, Saints. Get Ricky Jackson's number off there. Then you go with, you know, Morton Anderson's number seven. Then Willie Rofe's 77. Maybe now, uh, the field mouse is 51. Should anyone be wearing number 57 on the New Orleans Saints, in your opinion? Well, I mean, you know, shouldn't nobody be wearing 57. I'm the first one. So, I mean, but I can't, I ain't nothing I can say about it. You know what I mean? Whatever they want to do, that's their numbers and stuff. They got the right. So, I don't, I don't even worry about it no more. All right. Saints, you know, through, through and through. I'll keep worrying about it. No one should be wearing number 57. Ricky, you're the best. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yeah, you're right. Ricky Jackson, number 57. No one should be wearing that number. I just wanted to ask Ricky about that. That, 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 it should have been Manning first, Ricky Jackson second. And then it probably should have been like Morton Anderson, his seven. And then, and then Willie Rofe. And like right now, the Saints should be doing Sam Mills or a year ago. And, and I get it. And Ricky's right. The Saints can do whatever they want. I, I think Ricky's answer was great. I, I wouldn't have been quite as nice or humble as Ricky. I'd be like, yeah, my number shouldn't be, shouldn't be worn. No, number nine's not ever going to be worn. And everyone's fine with that. And, and it, no one should be wearing number nine. But the fact that no one really cares about 57, 7, 77, and 51, 
to me, that's sort of a hypocrisy, a uh, selective – you're not really a hardcore Saints fan. You care about the Breeze and Peyton era. You don't care about the Moran era and Fink's era, and I just don't get it. I'm not sitting here telling you to care about the the Jim Nor- the John North era, you know, or Spheres or something like that. But no one should be wearing number fifty-seven. I just think the Saints have sort of a weird agenda. Sometimes they got they get caught up in their own minutia, and no one should wear number nine. But it's insulting to Ricky Jackson. You could argue Ricky Jackson's the greatest Saint player of all time. You could easily argue that. And not Drew Brees. Complete work, the time put in, all of it. I'm not saying Brees isn't, but I'm saying you can easily argue Ricky Jackson is. At worst, he's number two all-time's greatest Saint. And you could argue number one. You could argue tied with Brees. Just for his number to not be off limits like Breeze's is, is not right. It's just, it's wrong on many levels. And, uh, you know, I just think the Saints need to do a little better. I think the Saints need to be better. I remember when, when Tom Benson bought the Saints, you'd get the media guide. It started in 85, the year he bought the team, not the year the team started. You, you couldn't find stats from the 67 season yet. Media members had to keep the last media guide that had all the old stuff in it. It's crazy. And then the updates of records and stuff, you'd have to do the work yourself. You know, so I mean, I don't know. That's just, I, I, I love Gail Benson because I think she changed a lot of how the Saints thought. And I think these local guys, the, yeah, I call them like the Jesuit crew, Greg Bensel and Dennis Lausha. I mean, Lausha's a West Bank blue collar kid who used to sell, you know, beer at the Dome or Tulane Stadium, uh, you know, uh, the brochure, whatever, you know, he's just a blue collar kid that was doing some CPA work and the Saints hired him and he made it on his own. So no, I mean, I think that there's a different mentality today than when Tom Benson was, you know, and Roddy and Rosenberg is those consultants of his. I think it was just a different mentality. He got to a point where Tom Benson wasn't listening to anyone but those guys and himself. And now I think Gail Benson is very receptive to listen to other folks, makes good decisions with all that input, and uh, I think the Saints are a different franchise. Look at Tom Benson like, you know, when he hooked up with Gail Benson, just the philanthropy went from like zero to off the charts. Like zero to off the charts. Gail Benson told Tom Benson, look, this is what you got to do. This is how you got to live, especially in the twilight of your life, your legacy, and Tom Benson changed, and everyone has to acknowledge that. I just think the Saints need to continue to change, and yes, no one should wear number nine, but no one should wear 57, Ricky Jackson, seven, Morton Anderson, 77, Willie Rofe, and 51, Sam Mills. And by the way, all four of those Saints, they're Majority of work as an NFL player, they're all NFL Hall of Famers in Canton. No, that ring of honor, you put a gold halo over the number eight, the future number nine when he gets up on that ring of honor. And a, a, a golden halo over number 57, 51, 7, and 77. So folks know those numbers are unofficially retired, those six numbers. 
The Bears have been at it since the 20s. They've got, I think Mike Ditka's number being retired was either the 14th or 16th Bear retired. So what, they're 85 numbers available still for a 53-man roster? They, they still got 30 extra numbers. So there's no problem of, oh boy, you keep retiring these numbers, you won't have enough numbers to field the team. It's just impossibility. Talking six. <laughs> you got a hundred numbers. Six. You already got two, eight, nine, and no one should be wearing those. But it's almost sinful, pun intended, for the Saints to not have those other four off limits. I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the proactive thinking to not do it. By the Saints. Former Saints legendary coach. The best defensive coordinator in franchise history in my opinion. And so humble too. Steve Sidwell passed away last night. If you missed the 4 o'clock hour. You missed Jim Mora talking about Steve Sidwell. Jeff Dorson joined us from the Humane Society. Please donate. Animals are dying in the heat because of human beings not doing the right thing. HumaneLA.org is that website. They could use your donation. Help save animals. HumaneLA.org. Ricky Jackson just joined us a few minutes ago in the 5 o'clock power hour. Great news. Today, the New Orleans City Council, by a 5-2 to two vote, thank you, Freddie King. Strong move by Councilman Freddie King doing the right thing. A lot of pressure on Freddie King. If you don't think the mayor and her cronies were calling Freddie King and his people the last few weeks, you're crazy. The mayor said, I'm going to veto this ordinance. With some sort of confidence, she could lure Freddie King to the dark side. Eugene Green, Oliver Thomas already in that camp, at least on this vote. And it's going to cost them next election. Mark my words. Freddie King did the right thing. Five to two vote. The council overrides the mayor's veto of that ordinance that puts the Pontalba back into commerce, ousting the mayor from that apartment. The mayor says, her spokesperson, Gregory Joseph, it's unfortunate that we have this council that doesn't really want to work with this administration, that would rather take time away from the actual pressing issues that face the city of New Orleans to just act on pure personal petty politics. J.P. Morrell, council president and one of the co-authors of this bill, I think with Helena Moreno, says the idea that the mayor of the city of New Orleans should be entitled to a free apartment with no rent, no insurance, no sewage and waterboard bill really exposes a disconnect between the universe this administration lives in and the struggles of everyday New Orleanians. You don't forget energy bill and Cox, too. Over 40,000 bucks. Annually, the mayor come this November would have been two years, would have been two years. I love the ordinance. Unlike the previous ordinance that simply banned overnight stays that the mayor abused, brought in friends, let other people, family and friends use it during essence. Just insane. My apartment. This new ordinance, quote, secure and clean the apartment, change the locks. I love it. And offer the apartment for lease to individuals already listed on the building's waiting list. No, they had to get real definitive because they knew the mayor would snake around it. Secure and clean the apartment. I mean, this is as explicit as it gets in this ordinance, this directive. 
secure and clean the apartment, change the locks, and offer the apartment for lease to individuals already listed on the building's waiting list. It's brilliant. The mayor's veto, the council overrides that veto. And that's a good thing. The mayor had a letter to the clerk of the council talking about vetoing the ordinance originally. That letter was brought to the public today. The mayor says in that letter, it is shameful enough that a world-renowned city such as ours does not have a suite in the publicly owned Louisiana Superdome and Arena, both located in the city of New Orleans. And to now remove the duly elected mayor's access to a city-owned apartment unit is not benefit is not befitting a city of this status. To bring up to not have a suite in the dome in the arena, like the mayor's irked by that. You might want to give her a suite in the arena. The courtside folks that pay north of $50,000 a year for their courtside seat. One seat, a pair of seats, Morris Bart, whoever's sitting courtside, it's north of a hundred grand for a pair of seats. They have a special room for them under the stands. I forget what it's called, the corporate room, the commerce room, something like that. And it's got ridiculously high-end food and a high-end bar. Because these folks pay north of a hundred grand for a pair of tickets to 41 games, paying like 600 bucks a ticket, something like that. When they're buying them in, as a season ticket package, they could be like a grand individually. The mayor has been known to go into that room with a little entourage to pilfer the free high end food and to, to, to pilfer high end liquor from the, from the bar to get it for free. It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. These people are successful in life, made it. Some may be scammed and made it, whatever. They're rich and wealthy. They're paying for this courtside seat. And the mayor's going to walk into their special room and just eat the high-end food and and drink the high-end liquor with a little minty, a mini entourage following her around. It just shows you the pettiness and ridiculousness of the mayor. No, thank God for Freddie King and the council, the five to two vote. Mayor, you're going to have to do like everybody else. Go rent a place. Go move in with a friend. You know, I don't know what to tell you. Hudson had uh, Morales. They used to share an apartment. Go move in with the sheriff. Maybe she's got space. I don't know what to tell you. Do like everyone else. Go rent a place. Go buy another place. Unbelievable. Hey, every day this program on radio, on television, on YouTube, live streaming, CoreyTalks.com, brought to you by the Lamarck Automotive Complex in Kennebra, and now Lamarck Crescent City Ford, the legendary truck dealership on Jefferson Highway, yeah, under the Lamarck umbrella, Lamarck Ford, the legendary Ford dealership, the big store, for nearly 50 years, number one in the region, Lamarck Lincoln, number one Lincoln dealership in the state. All part of the Lamarck Automotive Complex in Kenner. And now across the parish by the river, the legendary truck dealership, Lamarck Crescent City Ford, 
on Jefferson Highway. Every day this program brought to you by the Lamarck Automotive Complex and now Lamarck Crescent City Ford. Rouse's New Orleans Grocery Store. Rouse's has the only full-service grocery stores both in the French Quarter on Royal Street and in the CBD on Barone in the old Sewell Cadillac building. The Rouse's on the River, Chapatulis at Napoleon, is in a century-old warehouse. And uptown on Ferret at the corner of Valence is Rouse's all-new boutique store. With seven locations in Orleans Parish, Rouse's is New Orleans' grocery store. Rouse's Markets. Tastes like home. Why wear the same old glasses that everyone else is wearing? Stand out from the crowd. Come to Art and Eyes. Art and Eyes is not your typical eyeglasses store. It's one of the finest eyewear shops in the country, right here in New Orleans, with precision-engineered prescription lenses and gorgeous high-quality frames from the heart of Europe, Japan, and the United States. Our products are thoughtfully curated, and our staff are here to help you find exactly the right frames. Art and Eyes on Magazine, as unique as you. The Port of New Orleans is the gateway to global commerce, the economic engine that moves Louisiana and our country forward. For more than 125 years, Port Nola has continued to deliver the goods we use each and every day, by river, rail, and by road. No matter what, it all happens right here, delivering Louisiana's future at the Port of New Orleans, your working river. Learn more about your Port of New Orleans. Visit portnola.com. From the owners of Katie's in Mid-City and Bienvenue in Harahan, an old-school deli with over a dozen specialty sandwiches. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria on Harrison Avenue in Lakeview between Canal Boulevard and West End. Francesca Deli and Pizzeria. For Leidenheimer Baking Company, producing the perfect French bread is more than a vocation. It's a sacred mission. And for five generations, they've used the same time-honored process, baking their signature loaf with its crisp crust and delicate center, unique and still good to the last crumb. From the finest French Quarter restaurants to your local po'boy shop, for over 125 years, New Orleans' own Leidenheimer. You're listening to The Neutral Ground with Corey Johnson. Cotton Bowl winning coach Willie Fritz joining us on the program. Have you ever been part of a game that great? You know, a lot of things happen in the game. You just don't, don't know the script. you got to adapt and improvise. you just got to keep playing hard the whole time. And our guys did an excellent job of that. How big is yesterday for the overall future of the program? you got to have a guy that really has a burning desire to get a quality education and also be a great football player. You know, you got to have You've always have embraced New Orleans. You've been a great ambassador for the city, for Tulane University. Well, I appreciate you taking that. We've been, you know, I just love it here in New Orleans. And just everybody, you know, it's, it, it, the city's just you know, sensational. We just a dime for a person who came up to me after game. You know, I had tickets in the old Tulane Stadium. And, you know, I've, I've, I've heard that a, a ton of times. And then, you know, that's, that's good that we're able to make some people happy. That's Willie Fritz joining us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Roll away. The spirit of New Orleans. It's Corey Johnson on the neutral ground. 
the Lamarck Automotive Collision Center. It's open now. We fix cars and trucks. We do all makes and models. And it doesn't have to be a Ford or a Lincoln. It could be whatever you're driving. 32,000 square feet under roof. Now open at 3101 Williams Boulevard. It's all about you, the customer, getting the most for your dollar. I would say the most perfect collision center anywhere. The Lamarck Automotive Collision Center, 3101 Williams Boulevard. Go check it out. Fausto's Italian Bistro on Veterans Boulevard, where the brothers Fausto and Roland are serving some of the city's finest Sicilian and Italian cuisine. From New Orleans' first family of Sicilian and Italian cooking, Fausto's Italian Bistro on Vets. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. Dave Miet Insurance Agency. Auto, home, flood, business. 504-556-0809. Dave Miet. INSAgency.com. For us, it's really relationships. And if you care about the relationship, you're going to do the right thing for the customer all the time. When we're in design process of a custom-made piece, I have a test that says, if I wouldn't give this to my wife, I think we should pass and start over. If it's not perfect, it's going back to the shop. We're going to start all the way over. My name is Ken Friend of Friend & Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Hi, everyone. It's Tommy Wrong for AsbestosMoneyGrab.com. This is not, I repeat, not for folks with real asbestos problems. But if you're like me and were maybe taking a shop class in high school where you maybe breathed in some brake dust and you know for certain you're fine, but you're the type of person that takes advantage of these types of situations, get tested, lawyer up, and steal some money like me. Go to I'm not really hurt at all, but like exploiting the system for free cash.com. Young's Dry Cleaning has free pickup and delivery. That's right. Young's Dry Cleaning has absolutely free pickup and delivery. Home or office, East Bank or West Bank. Call Young's at 288-8381 or online at youngsdrycleaning.com. Yeah, you right, Crescent City and beyond. Ridiculously hot. A little earlier when we started the program, it was 100 degrees, but now about 96. Still feels like 105. Just a little while ago, 99, 100 at 4 o'clock, felt like 108, 112. So temperature at least is dropping. Great news. Today, the New Orleans City Council, by a 5-2 to two vote, thank you, Freddie King, for doing the right thing, overrides the mayor's veto of an ordinance that puts the Pontalba apartment, that city-owned unit, back into commerce, ousting the mayor from that free crib for nearly two years. This November, it would be two years. Two years. An example of just blatantly, you know, political abuse, criminal abuse, potentially. Good job, city council. That's the way to do it uh, 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 This is how we do it. Hey, Lebanon's Cafe is open till 9.30 tonight. I love just walking in the door at Lebanon, those big, heavy, you know, doors, just old school, like uptown, heavy wooden doors with the glass in the middle. Right when you open one of those big, heavy doors, just the cool air almost knocks you into the sidewalk. Very cool and comfortable in that dining room. Serving some of the finest Middle Eastern food in Metro New Orleans. 
How about six lamb chops with a grilled veggie medley on the side? And then you pick two Middle Eastern sides to go with that, like baba ganoush, tabbouleh, hummus, majedra. 20-something bucks. Six lamb chops, a trio of sides, 20-something bucks. Lebanon's Cafe, Carrollton at Jeanette by the streetcar barn. Jim Mora joined us last hour. Ricky Jackson this hour. Because former Saints legendary coach, arguably the best defensive coordinator in franchise history, the great and humble Steve Sidwell, passed away last night. From the Jim Morris Saints, Jim Fink's era, late 80s, early 90s. The first time that New Orleanian Saints fans could hold their head up. They had pride, respect to the league, a winning team. Now, a lot of Saints fans of the more modern era, Peyton and Breeze, were just like, hey, man, they never won a playoff game. Never won a playoff game. Unlike Sean Peyton and Drew Breeze's Saints in a division they pretty much owned the entire time. There was never any dynasty team in the NFC South. Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa never had some sustained run. Winning division championships two, three, four years in a row never happened. Saints with Jim Moore and Jim Finks, not making excuses, it's just reality. It was pre-free agency for starters, which is how it is. Everyone played by those rules. But they were in the division with the San Francisco 49ers, the greatest, not team, dynasty in the history of the NFL up to that time. The 50s Browns, the 60s Packers, the early 70s Dolphins, 70s Cowboys, 70s Steelers. They they don't hold a candle to that like 12, 15-year run, Montana to Steve Young, that Niners dynasty. The best in football. I mean, the Saints under Jim Mora won 12 games two times and were second in the division. I mean, need I say more? How many times in NFL history do you think a team won 12 games and did not win the division they were in? Won 12 games and didn't win the division they were in. I bet you it's happened about five times in NFL history, I would guess. Maybe five times. And two of them are the Saints in the division with the Niners. So, I mean, you can live in la-la land and not acknowledge that. If the Saints were in the Brady-Belichick division year in, year out, Sean Payton and Drew Brees wouldn't have the success they'd have being in the division they're in. And I'm not knocking Payton or Brees. It's just you got to acknowledge Mora and Ricky Jackson and Steve Sidwell, Jim Finks, that era. If they were in a different NFC division, the East, I mean, back then you had the North, you know. Well, no, you had the Central, the East, the West. If they were in the North or Central, they would have won championships, had playoff buys numerous times. If they were in the AFC, I remember Jim Mora uh, and uh, Steve Sidwell, Ricky Jackson, Saints, Jim Fink's Saints, they had like a... 22-23 game win streak against the AFC. I think the year after Denver represented the AFC in the Super Bowl, the Saints blanked them like 42 to nothing, like the next year. They'd beat Buffalo on the road in the snow at Buffalo when Buffalo was in the Super Bowl. I mean, 
the Saints were damn good against the AFC and were great against the NFC except the 49ers. So I'm not going to sit here and say Jim Mora's Saints were as good as Peyton and Breeze's Saints, but they were pretty damn close. And Jim Mora as a head coach, pretty damn close to Sean Payton. You can go, boy, Jim Mora's offenses were anemic. Carl Smith, run, run, run. I hear you. Sometimes they were very effective. They controlled the clock. Saints dominated on defense. Morton Anderson special teams. I would say Carl Smith's offense at their worst were better than Sean Payton's defenses at their worst. I mean, you had Sean Payton's offense number one in NFL history. The very next season, the Saints' defense was the worst in NFL history in yards allowed. One year, most yards gained on offense, number one in NFL history. The very next year, most yards allowed by the defense. So Sean Payton had some of the greatest offenses in NFL history, no doubt. He also fielded some of the worst the worst defenses in NFL history. And no matter how anemic or how lame or conservative you thought Jim Moore and Carl Smith's offenses were, and they were conservative, they were never as bad as Sean Payton's defenses were. Not even close. They were never 28th in offense in the league, 31st in offense in the league. Never. Never. So, I don't know. I mean, I think if I'm not knocking Payton or Breeze, and I'm not – Artificially praising more and Finks. I just think a lot of folks, they think of the 0-4 playoff record and, and they just think of the Super Bowl win. I mean, Breeze and Peyton, they're like 500 in the playoffs. Moore is 0-4. I hear you. It's not like Breeze and Peyton are 16-5 and in the playoffs or something. They're like 9-8. and 500-ish. So, Peyton and, 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 and Breeze, Better era than Ricky Jackson and Mora. But not by a whole lot. Not by lot. Not by what most folks think. I think if you look at the whole picture and throw in every variable, like Joe Montana, Steve Young, and the Niners, beating everybody. Beating everybody. Hey, Latrum, the global manufacturing giant, is hiring. I talk about Latrum every day on the program. Latrum, an incredible company, born, based, bred right here in New Orleans. A culture of innovation at Latrum. They've got shifts during the day, going into the night, overnight. They've got a facility in Harahan that has about 12, 1,300 employees. They've got a few hundred employees at their I-12 facility on the North Shore. That means East Bankers, West Bankers, North Shore folks, anywhere in Metro New Orleans, Latrum has a job for you and has a location close to you. For a full listing of positions available, go to Latrum.com. Latrum spelled L-A-I-T-R-A-M, Latrum.com. Yeah, and it's not like three job openings. It's dozens and dozens and dozens of job openings at Latrum.com. A job for you. Great news by a 5-2 to two vote. Yeah, you right, Freddie King. 24 hours ago on this program, undecided. We were trying to convince him to do the right thing. Hopefully we made a little difference. I don't care if I did or not. I just, I care about what Freddie King did today and he did the right thing. Freddie King voted 
with the other four council members, J.P. Morell, Helena Moreno, Leslie Harris, Joe Geruso, a 5-2 to two vote overriding the mayor's veto of that ordinance, putting the Pontalba back into commerce. Yeah, you right. And the mayor ousted from the Pontalba. She'll have to move in with a friend, rent an apartment, do like everybody else does. No one else just takes something that's not theirs because they feel entitled to it and justify it. So good job, city council. Doing the right thing. Five to two vote. Overriding the mayor's veto. Yeah, you're right, Freddie King. What's that blue boy? Shame on Oliver Thomas and, and Eugene Green. It'll cost them next election probably. You're right, blue boy. You're right. They voted the wrong way. And, and their opponents in the next election won't forget. See you tomorrow, Fantasy Friday. You're on the neutral ground with Corey Johnson on TV on Cox Channel 4 and Spectrum Channel 333. Also on YouTube, on radio at Nolatalk 93.9 FM, WSLA New Orleans. Hi, it's Ken Friend from Friend and Company Fine Jewelers. You've got a friend in the jewelry business. Come see us over on Maple Street in Uptown. Friend and Company Fine Jewelers, Breitling Time, 6 p.m.